Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Lots of blessings, lots of love. Thanks for clicking the play button or download button if you downloaded it. You know you can download this podcast, right? You can go right on the website. You are on gutinstinctspod.com. Um, go to Gut Instincts Podcast and download it. You can download it uh, as a tiny little audio file, and you can listen to it, stop it, uh, or delete it, or I don't know, make a make a song out of it. I don't know. Anyways, hey, thanks for hanging out. Scott and Six Podcast. Can you hear me? Okay. Do I sound all right? Okay. It's been a it's been an interesting week. I hope you had a great week. I hope yours was awesome, full of abundant love and uh, fun times, and um, yeah. So I had an interesting week. I had to uh, you know find a new new home for for a, a a dog that I had, which is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. It needs a it needs a yard. It needs a yard. Any any of you dog owners who know, um, if you have yard, you'll probably understand what I'm talking about. So, um, it's awesome to know that she's going to go into a yard, um, a home with a yard. That's what's cool. But, um, today is a really cool episode. If you can hear me, I'm already sort of breaking my medicine up here. I've got something called lemon Jeffrey. Uh, ah, it's so lemony. Um, of course, grown organically with no sprays, so you really can tell the difference. Um, how I can usually tell right, right while just looking. Um, you know when there's sprays being put on the, on the, sprayed on the actual medicine itself, you know, it's got those trichomes, which we've talked about before in the other episodes, if you want to listen to it, you can go ahead, the trichomes are the little part that holds the medicine, right, so, if you look up trichome, it's actually just a little granular, um, secretion almost, it's like a fat glob, that is located outside of plants, so when I say plants, I don't just mean cannabis, I also mean, um, the essential oils, like a mint, you know, when you rub, take a mint leaf and you rub a mint leaf. Okay, that's why that's why they tell you to break up or cut or smash to get the flavors out, to get the aroma, right? Uh, the reason why you're doing that is because you're actually breaking into those trichomes, busting them out. They're exploding. And everything that's inside is coming out. So that's your essential oils. That's your, right? Your your terps, as people like to call them. Which I guess is alright. Slang name. People throw around. Don't really know exactly what it is. Even I don't really know the uh, beautiful abilities of terpenoids. So terpenoids are like your... Everything that sort of your essential oils, your your stuff that gives you the relaxing um, feelings. Why? 
basically it all has to do with our sensors. It has to do with our central nervous system. It has to do with how smells um, alter our feelings, alter our thoughts. So yeah, where does the big ball of sensors, if I didn't say that already, if we didn't get into that. So while we do that, I want you to hopefully uh, smile, and hopefully your sensor is doing swell today, and uh, happy Friday, Friday, Friday. Uh, this is Gut Instinct's podcast. Yeah, we're going to talk about um, gut microbes. That's what we're going to talk about. So, might be a short one. We might go off uh, a little bit. But, as of right now, we're just going to light this medicine up. So, I hope you are too. And uh, here we go. Boom, boom. So, thanks for hanging out. My name is RJ. You probably already know that. This is Gun and Six Podcast. This is my podcast. This is my show. It's not like your normal podcast. Or, that again, is our podcast normal? I don't think so. I think every podcast is its own little entity, its own little world, its own little life. Um... That's why when you meet others who are listening to the same podcast, it's actually pretty cool. You sort of... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> sort of an end up... Ooh. In a... Uh... In the same world, you know? In the same world. Uh, just so you know, I'm kind of a big proponent on like... You know those those coughing fits, right? That people can have when they smoke? It's not really supposed to happen like that. Like that's not... Sort of saying something's wrong. Something's irritating. Um, I'll blame this on my glass, but... Basically, what, you know, when you see people taking huge uh, dab globs of, of concentrate and stuff like that, and they're just coughing their eyes off, like their face off. Yeah, it's not really supposed to happen that way. There's definitely a, a trigger, which is interesting. Uh, there's like a normal or a, sort of a standard cough, and then there's like one that just doesn't make any sense. And the reason why I say this, because I'm talking to you from experience, Okay. I'm, I literally experienced two different coughs, probably multiple different kinds, but you can tell when something is causing you to cough negatively or on that spectrum, it's not really beneficial to you, or something's causing you to cough that's beneficial to you. And what I mean by that is by like, for example, you're, you'll hear a lot of people talk about how the coughing is actually associated to cleansing out which <clears throat> I definitely will uh, agree with um, the coughing helps clear out uh, anything that's within your throat anything that's within your 
lungs. <clears throat> it's quite nice, right? But not the coughing, coughing, coughing because um because you sprayed chemicals or pesticides on on the earth. Now I don't mean to get into that a lot. It's just uh, it's a problem, and it's a it's a pro. It's like. When you're using cannabis as a medicine, it's essentially like your only medicine, um, and no one's really got your back in that sense, except for the ones who are growing, or the ones who you know who are growing uh, and not spraying. It feels a little daunting, right? It feels like you're up against the world. Um, it feels like nobody gets it. It feels like everyone's against you. But I'm sure many of you feel that way about all sorts of different things, right? See, this is this this kind of lumps into just the acceptance, right? Acceptance is something. Um, you know, but but it's somewhat of a shitty feeling when you have to think to yourself. Uh, you know, I hope I can consistently get healthy medicine so so I can stay healthy and uh, and live a uh, not a painful life right because when you shift away from the Western medicine and you sort of sort of drop out from your synthetics and you don't you, you're not really using those anymore because those work I mean they work in a sense that they you know they're they're in a lab and they're doing their thing and they're messing with chemicals and we are chemical bodies right so I'm not saying this stuff doesn't do stuff to you. It's just, uh, you know, the synthetic... It's a different world. It's a different world, and I think we're learning it. And I think, although we, you know, with all the confidence it seems that we have, and all the knowledge that we have uh, here in the Western... I say the Western society of, of, of thinking. I just mean the kind of the non-traditional uh, natural way of healing, Right? Um, what was I getting at? Well, basically, what I'm getting at is when you're in the, in the hands of, like, the Western doctors, you sort of feel this little comforting sense, right? You sort of feel like you're okay. It's okay. Like, if you, you can get an answer if you need to find an answer. Uh, you can call somebody, right? It's like you, you have that blanket that you can fall on. When you don't, um, or you just straight up don't believe them. That's, like, my case, right? And it's nothing against personal doctors, right? Like, don't... Like, I I, I don't want any doctors to take it personally in the egoic sense, like, when I talk about uh, specific doctors. It's like, because, you know what? They're just doing their jobs. And unfortunately, that's just the way we've we are at right now in our sort of a journey, a humanity journey, right? Um, obviously, some doctors are just for healing, and um, and that's why when they find out the sort of techniques and the, 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 the little slick ways that the big pharma and, and large, you know, the large health industry works, they, they get a little wig, wigged out, right? But those who don't, they just do their 
you know, every day. Uh, they're just there to get the, the paycheck. And you know what? And they're not there to question. Like, I'm not here. See, that's what that's what we have to realize that our, our little um, schooling system, it's not really the brainwashing of the information that's the problem. It's the conformity and the non-questioning of the, the, the information that's going on. So it's not really the type of information, right? Because... I mean, there's been plenty of information that I've, you know, school, you know, it's, you learn a lot from school. You're around a lot of your friends, you're a lot, you're, you're absorbing a lot. Unfortunately, the, what is it called? Standard, standard, whatever, right? Making everyone into square, uh, squares. It's the conformity. It's the. And that's why I always got in trouble when I was in high school is because I would question the teacher. And the teacher wouldn't like to be questioned. Why? Because the way it works is you don't question. You get questions that you answer and you either get them right or wrong. If you had a teacher with an own mind, sometimes you'd be, you know, you'd get partial points. I'd love that, right? Partial points! <laughs> Give me the partial points! I'll be honest, that's how I got, <laughs> I got through a lot. <laughs> you know, I wasn't brainiac in, 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 in school. Um, especially dealing with the Crohn's, uh, losing a lot of time in school. I, 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 I couldn't go to school a lot of the times. I was too busy in the bathroom. Or in pain, um, I remember. So I remember. Here's a, here's a good story. The first, the first incident that really hit home, uh, and really cut the cord, in the sense that uh, it disconnected me from, essentially, the world, and every single student or friend I thought I had. Um, I was in school, and I think it was middle school. Right, because everything kind of bleeds together. Or maybe it was elementary. No, middle school. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> ah. So, Um, yeah, and you're probably the first person I've ever told the story to. Um, so, feel special. I'm just kidding, of course you're special. You're listening to this. The way it works, I'll get into the story, don't worry. <laughs> just take another hit. If not, just hang out. If not, just go. Just go. Time doesn't exist. You know what? I'm here with you, and I'm putting all my love. I know you're probably thinking, I thought he was going to talk about gut. Eh. We'll get there. So, it was, uh, I had been in and out of pain for some time going to the bathroom, and it's like, you don't really tell anybody, because who are you going to tell, Right? Um, 
it was going on for some time. I just don't remember the the scheme of things, but I remember uh, keeping it myself, and it was like every single day I was in excruciating pain, and every time you know you go to the bathroom, it's worse because every time you do bowel movements, uh, you know you take a poop, everything is moving, everything changes, everything, and all the problems are down in the colon, right? You know Crohn's or any IBDs, they vary, but. Uh, you know, my specific Crohn's, it's all been in my colon, essentially, right? Well, it's all over, but that's like the physical, worst you can see, I guess. Um, so I remember, you know, and this is company with bleeding and stuff, so this, this is like, it was getting weird, um, and... I started this getting this excruciating pain on my lower, like right right above, like right in between the cheeks, maybe where your tailbone is, maybe lower towards right towards the actual hole itself. <laughs> um, and it was like, anytime I sat down, throbbing pain. Anytime I moved, throbbing pain. And I was just like. I finally couldn't take it. I think it was like it was still pretty early morning, and uh, I didn't say a word to the teacher. Um, I just stood up, uh, well, I guess that it was this was after, right? I stood up. And I had to walk through, like, you know, you have the, the classrooms. I don't know if any of you have the, the classrooms, the long tables, lots of chairs. Um, so you'd have to sort of squeeze behind four people to get around, to get into the little area where you just walk out. And uh, remember, this is vague, too, right? The only, the only part, mostly, I remember is, like, the feelings. So... And I remember getting up and walking through, and I remember accidentally kind of being pushed or kind of leaning towards one area, and my butt leaned up against, like, the back of something else because it was such a small area. And it was so painful. Like, a shock went through. Reached my tip of my toes, top of my head, my hair stood up. One of the most excruciating pains I've ever felt. And I was feeling pretty shitty on and off, right? And, uh... Yeah, so then I just, uh... After I felt that, I, I walked towards my chair. And I was like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. And then I walked to the, uh... To the office. To the nurse's... Nurse's office... Which I pretty much lived at too. The nurses were my homies. <laughs> um, it was an abscess. It, to answer your question, that's what it was. So, why did I even tell you that story? Shit. Um, I guess what I'm feeling from that story is uh, everyone is in their own sort of little pain body, if you will. 
um, you know, because you can't see or experience their their feelings. So just some of us are easier at hiding it. Some of us aren't. Some of us want to ignore it. Um, and essentially, I guess, when we accept the pain body and uh, sort of find out what the root cause is, I guess we can sort of, uh, you know, we can sort of attack the problems. And you're thinking, um, you're thinking, how how's that work? Well, it works in everyone's own consciousness. That's really what it is. So there's no, really no, because of the fact that I can't see you, even if, even if we hung out and I did everything I could or whatever and you helped me everything you could you wouldn't know I wouldn't know unless I spoke to you unless I regurgitated it back to you or talked to you and that means you've got to talk to me and that means you've got to contact me reach out to me create me in a sense <clears throat> that I can only react to your what you are putting out right so what so this is this is why I'm the worst <laughs> at this because you're listening to uh, an Aquarian that uh, didn't really believe that, right? I mean, occasionally I looked at it every once in a while, but then when I figured out it's a reflection as above, so below. Um, I don't know. I don't think planet planets aren't quite exactly planets. That sort of thing. It's a reflection. So, so astrology, and, and that's that is actually what, uh, what we should follow because that follows energies. Anyways, um, I guess what I mean is your exterior, the people around you, and stuff. Life is only gonna react to the way that you react. So, um, I don't know. Take a second before you text. Make sure it's an embodiment of the person that you want to be. Uh, same thing when you speak. That's why listening is probably more important than speaking. Sometimes I catch myself speaking too much. And then inside my head, I'm like, shut up. Just shut up and listen. Oh yeah, there's no really out there, right? So stop trying to talk people's head off. As I say that, I'm talking your head off. I'm talking your head off, man. Well, hey, I hope you're enjoying it, and I hope you're uh, kicking back with maybe a J or just, uh, you know, or if you want the toxin alcohol, that's cool too. Like, again, it's like this goes back to legalizing, you know, all. Legalizing drugs, period. I mean, there shouldn't be any labels. Uh, the problem is a health issue. It's a health issue that we need to deal with. Anybody with addiction, any anybody with, you know, these problems. I know there's larger aspects and larger problems, and it's going to take some time. But essentially, we have to treat drug addiction and all this stuff as a mental health issue or, or just a health issue in general. I mean, everything really is mental, so we have to treat the mind and body and, and soul as one. Um, 
or at least try to, or at least try to with each other, and then, you know, hopefully we can shape um, the health industry and everything that's going on, too. <coughs> I see something pretty wonderful happening. What I see is, I see is a broadening and opening to a new beginning, right? Although it looks chaotic and shit, and you don't, you know, we haven't talked politics on the show, we don't need to, maybe if somebody wants to talk politics with you sometime, we will. It's dirty out there, right? But remember, all is divine and all is, all is within the highest uh, vibrational frequency. What I mean is everything's good. So, it, you know, you have to see it as sort of like a, a show that's unfolding. Um, your biggest part in the show is embodying the brightest light that you can. Um, so yeah, just staying the happiest you can, clearest minded, shooting the good vibes out. Like, don't just think, the more you think about um, the way a reality could break out, the more, uh, the more apt you are to fall into that dimension. Just think of us all, like, as next to each other, and it's like, there's, there's this, all these different dimensions you can fall into based on your frequency. So it's just like, just keep your frequency high, even if you're not like, you haven't gone down the rabbit hole and you're not manifesting anything. Outcome. Other people have outcomes. Like, don't worry about it. There's plenty of people manifesting, like, thoughts in the ether that uh, will create pretty sweet pretty sweet abundant life regardless we got this life here this is only the beginning right because death isn't death death isn't really death it's a transition so what I want to talk to you about is something that's really interesting that I feel interesting about and I know a lot of people are completely against milk um and then a lot of people are for milk. And I, I'm really into where and where the milk came from. That's, that's, where it all, I mean, that's where it all boils down to, right? But what I want to talk to you is about the gut bacteria and why something like colloidal silver uh, or silver in general doesn't destroy bad... Uh, why, why it affects negative bacteria and doesn't harm or affect the um, beneficial bacteria, um, as well as human uh, cells, right? Um, so you, we have to think of these little guys as uh, fat globs, right? So they're fat-soluble, they're fat cells, um, That's what's in our microbes, in our in our gut microbes. Beneficial microbes are your lactobacillus, right? Majority. Your negative or not so good uh, bacteria is like your uh, um, your strep, 
interestingly enough, they're all the, um... Bacillus. B lots, of, lots of bacillus, right? We talked about the BT toxin. Uh, BT soil bacterium. Uh, BT, uh, BA. Uh, BT is used in Roundup Ready, right? Glyphosate. Um, BC is when you get sick. Uh, BA is anthrax, right? B bacillus anthracinensis. <laughs> hey, I need like probably a book of those names. I'm getting there. It takes time. Latin names are 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 interesting. The trickery. Anyways, what I'm saying is those, <laughs> interestingly enough, that's where our problems are coming from, right? This BT from Ronda Bretti and Monsanto's little little shenanigans. Um, this this bacteria is it's basically small and it has a free uh, it has an open shell, right in its cell. Its electron is on the outside. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say this right. I know I'm not, but I'm going to try. So things like the lactobacillus and, and, and those types of bacteria, they're, they're surrounded by this sort of slimy fat substance that protects them, that, that keeps them healthy. Um, this other bacteria doesn't have that, right? They're exposed. Their cell is exposed. So... <coughs> <coughs> silver, <clears throat> the, the, the way it works is the key is to its orbital arrangement. Its electron orbital, <laughs> orbital, orbital arrangement, okay? So basically what it, what it, what it bubbles down to is, is it's that, it's got this, outer shell that has like one sporadic crazy sort of uh, movement right because it's single and it's always trying to find two to close out it's it's to be calm uh, So basically, when it gets in with water, uh, it's electrically charged, right? <clears throat> it disrupts the cell of the not-so-good negative bacteria. Um, and it doesn't affect the lactobacillus or the beneficial bacteria because it has these um, these protective coatings um, 
interestingly enough, when it does that, it actually creates this sort of a replicating um, situation by creating more silver um, silver ions and then in sort of like a, a machine gun um, So the reason why, so, you know, I, it's so difficult to put into words, right? Because I, even I'm still trying to understand. But what it seems is as though it has something to do with the RNA, the RNA within the bacteria. Because silver deactivates the coating or the reproduction. Um, again, don't, like, uh, write my words down. Ah. Uh, you know, when you learn about things, I mean, you can do them anyway. I'm just, just telling you the way I... The way, when you learn about things, it's like you have to compartmentalize situations or ideas. And you want to just sort of pick and choose where you're at at that moment in time and what knowledge you're at at that moment in time to sort of uh, play with. Or else you're just going to be like me and start pulling out your hair and staying up at night wandering too much <laughs> no I'm just kidding well actually I'm not kidding uh, I spend hours but I'm on the mat right now boom gun and sinks podcast from the yoga mat ah. stretching my dreadful knee out that got trashed by uh, Humera it wasn't until after I started Humera, that uh, synthetic drug, injecting it into my thighs, that I started to get real joint problems. Um, specifically this knee. But, back to the silver, deactivating coats. Um, basically, it's like a twofer. Deactivates it. And, uh, you know, it's like sending in the troops, letting them go crazy, and then letting them know, like, hey, these people are good. Uh, <coughs> See, here's the only problem with that, though. It's not a problem, but you just have to be knowledgeable of it. And it's like when you're... When you're going in, right, when you send the troops in, and you clear out a situation, and you clear out the bad guys. Uh, then, what do you have left? You have a lot of dead bodies, don't you? Each dead body has its own, just sort of stench, right? Has its own entity, has its own life. So, essentially, you have to filter that out. What I'm getting at is, if you go too quick with the colloidal silver, or you're not sort of smart about it, or you don't really know what's going on 
as we spoke about. And again, I mean, I don't expect you to really get much about. Hopefully, what I said helps. But we'll talk more about it. I'm hopeful. I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out to get someone uh, who's really, you know, who's been doing this research for some time. I've only been doing it personally, right? Passionately. You have to utilize it slow, I guess, is what I mean, you know, if you're doing it internally. Um, externally, it uses, you know, you can use it on cuts and burns and stings and stuff. Um, again, there's this sort of uh, internal arrangement or something that's going on on a different sort of dimension, if you will, um, that I probably couldn't even... Couldn't even put my finger on. Oh, boy. Nope. Probably not. Um, so. That being said, um, you know, we talked before about how I've been doing the grass-fed organic local yogurt that's been fermented for 24 hours. And it's just, uh, you know, I haven't really been cheating, but uh, it's just interesting when you, like, I'll do things like drink a lot of it or something, and then I'll, uh, I don't know, you know, just sort of feel painful, but I've also was eating uh, these grain-free tortilla chips. Those are crunchy. Um, those are cool, but I emailed the um the company and I wanted to know what was organic, right? Because <coughs> I'm not <coughs> well, <coughs> excuse me. There are levels, right? Grain free, boom, awesome. You look at the ingredients. They're all great. No fillers. No gross gums. Nothing like that. Awesome. Okay, there's two layers. Now they have to be organic or non-GMO. Oh, it's non-GMO. Okay, well non-GMO doesn't quite mean anything. Unless there's a GMO product in it. There's no GMO products in it. Okay. So they went out of their way to pay for money. To sh put a label on it. I get it. You sell more. Or deceive me, right? No organic label. Simple ingredients. I email for the organic lists, and I get a basic email back saying that we try our best and use as much in organic ingredients as possible. What the fuck is that, you guys? What is that? What is that? How many of you have emailed a company? And ask them something about their product yet. Have you seen they're going, oh, never, or once or twice? I bet you I'm going to get a lot of emails. That's why I'm asking. Any product that I'm sort of going to be a cheat or something, I really go dig deep into. 
that message really would be out. Ugh. But I ate them anyways, and they're really delicious. But I'm going to go back to making my kale chips again for the crunch. It's just the crunch factor, you guys. It's just, again, it's not... You want to keep your, obviously, your intake, and you want to be smart about what you're taking in, your vitamins, minerals, fats, um, all that good stuff, right? Mostly plants. Mostly plants. But, you know, with, like me, I, I'm big on, I'm big on trying to get the savory stuff, or the salty I'm really big on salty and uh, sour. Uh, I think it, it has something to do with the fact that everyone's different. Um, it goes back to your... Is it dosha energies? Um, I think the Hindu... Uh, the concepts that you, we have energies, we have flames inside... Of us, I learned this a little bit, but then uh, scurried away. Um, but it's really interesting. It's it. It makes a pretty great sense because why would somebody who's double my size and you know one and a half my height uh, need to or or be all right consuming the same exact stuff that I'm consuming? I mean, I'm not saying that I, you know, haven't got torched up by uh, the sort of uh, toxic society we've we've grown up together in, but you know, our cells, if our cells replenish and everything is, it just makes sense that it's really uh, all all has to do with um, just the way our bodies are manifested onto this realm um what up to that probably almost done I don't know if uh so basically I have a bunch of yogurt awesome yogurt and I'm like on the fence of eating it because of how I felt. Um, so I'm not going to do the cheat. I don't know. See, this is the dilemma I go through. And I know some of you are thinking, no, no, no dairy at all. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go without it, I guess. It's not like it goes bad. I'll go without it for, for a week, test it out or two. Uh, everything seems to move a lot better and I seem to have a lot more energy. When I have it, so I see a lot of positives, but you know if I'm having trouble pooping and uh, and it's it's hurting and there's pain coming back because there's been abscesses down there, fistulas, so I have like uh, scars and that sort of thing, and uh, like you want to know, well you're gonna know regardless if you're on this podcast. That's what you get. Too bad, dropped it on you. Um, actually, <coughs> pretty soon we're gonna have a pretty uh, interesting show coming up, and it's gonna be about poop. I don't know how long I'm gonna talk about poop. 
but you sure as hell don't have to be there. Um, but we're going to talk about it because it's a big problem. Not a pro <laughs> big problem. It's a big shit problem. No, it's not a problem. It's just uh, it's it's something that we need to talk about. Nobody talks about it, and uh, and then when then someone does, it's so enlightening and it makes a lot of people feel better because you feel like you're not alone. And although you know I may be alone in some of the journeys, I know I'm definitely not alone. Like I know there's people who are dealing with what I'm dealing with. Is what I'm saying. Uh, maybe in different aspects, but um. The feeling is there. That's what I mean. Uh, you don't have to go through the same experience, per se, to have the same feeling. Because, like, the experience book, right? Think about the experience book. You're like, oh, here's a situational experience book. And I throw it at you, and it's like 50 pounds, and it just, boom, right on your lap. And you're just like, oh, man, I do not want to read this, nor do I want to pick out and experience or I'm just like or here is your feelings book and this is this is just the feelings that you're gonna feel that you get to pick out so it's like oh okay I can feel this way this way it's really only two feelings right you can take the feelings one way or the other way but when you think about it there is only one feeling because and I think that's where the key, the key, um, that's what the key is. So, you know when you say something, then you drop into some feelings? <laughs> As it just happened. What I mean is, like, if something bad happens, you know, don't label it as bad. I mean, you can label it as bad, like, oh, that's not a great situation, but say, okay, but it's a learning experience, so now I have to, you know, what did I take from it? Did I learn from it? Did I even learn from it? Did I take the lesson from it, or didn't I? If I didn't, probably going to repeat in some way, shape, or form. Hey, I'm here right with you. I guess that's the key, though. Is, uh... Take... All of the moments. Everything that you go through. And, uh, relish in them. Even if they're sad feelings, like... sad feelings, right? Because I cry when I'm super happy and I'm super sad. As a relatively newer experience from opening up the heart chakra.
Alright, well, thanks for hanging out. Gut Instinct Podcast. GutInstinctPod.com for your ear, easy earlobes. That way you don't have to know my name. Hey, thanks for clicking. If you made it this far, I love you. Peace!